Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's radical. It's your Grace Renegades here, Mike and Joel, and Growing in Grace. And yet another podcast as we get close to wrapping up our series now on why Jesus taught two covenants. How are you this week, Joel? Well, I think I'm doing all right. Everything's going well, and uh, I am excited, have been excited about this uh, this series. Uh, we've talked about this. I think we mentioned last week there's what we believe to be just a big lack of understanding about the two covenants and and the words of Jesus. We don't need to get into all of that again, but suffice it to say that Jesus had a ministry to his fellow Jews, and a lot of his words had to do with that. But then he also had some words that were meant for all who would ever believe, uh, new covenant words. And Jesus was not schizophrenic. See, if you read some of the words of Jesus and then read some of the other words of Jesus, you get confused because so many of them clash. But if you keep in the in, in your mind that he was teaching a certain thing one place, and then something else that was the opposite of that, he was ushering in a new covenant, then you begin to understand why Jesus taught two covenants and what the purpose of each one was. So we've got some good news words uh, from Jesus, uh, some more good news words from Jesus this week. We're going to the book of John this week. Chapter 15, right? Chapter, yep. We'll do some uh, chapter 15, I believe, maybe some chapter 4. Maybe some chapter six. What do you want to start with? Chapter 15? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's start there. And again, just we, we did spend a lot of time going over some things Jesus said that would have been old covenant speak. He would have been teaching the law in a way that the Jews had never heard it before. So we, we covered a lot of that. And of course, the purpose there again was for Jesus to show his Jewish brethren that they could not live up to what the law demanded and they needed something else, someone else with a capital S, and that would be him. He would be the righteousness that they needed that they could not find through the law. But here, uh, you know, uh, as we come toward the end of our series a little bit here, I mean, we may have a few more to go. I think I think this was going to be a seven-game series, Joel. <laughs> it's, it's turning out to be more like 20 here pretty soon. Yep. So maybe we'll get to number 20 and and then we'll wrap up the series and, and move on with some other things about the new covenant. But, you know, Jesus said some, some interesting things uh, in, in John 15. And he, and he said in, in verse four, abide in me and I in you. Well, it's interesting that before that in verse three, he said, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Mm. Thoughts? Thoughts yeah. on that, Joel? Well, it's, you know, plant life, you know, being talked about there, obviously. He's um, being metaphorical. Talking about, you know, if you think about the life of 
a tree or or in this case, you know, you could think a, a grape vine where the a grape, where does a grape come from? The fruit, the fruit of the vine. Where does that come from? Does the branch say, man, I need to produce some fruit here. Ugh, and it struggles and strives to just, just ugh, I got to produce this fruit. Does it do that? Of course not. The branch doesn't produce the fruit in and of itself. Actually, the life of the vine flows through the branch and produces the fruit. The branch simply bears the fruit. And so we've got this picture of what I see as Jesus and his light burden and easy yoke. You know, all we need to do, all that he asks of us in this new covenant is that we remain in him and he in us. And how does that happen? Well, when we believe, we are placed into him and he comes to live in us. And so we do abide in him. And he says that whoever abides in, abides in me bears much fruit. So it's really this light and easy life that we have in Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm not, you know, you know, of course we have hard times in life. Sometimes bad things happen. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about this, this bearing fruit thing. I'm talking about Jesus Christ saying that I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Right there, you can see this this struggle that people have had over the years, people who have tried to do this thing apart from him. We've talked about the, in, in past weeks about those who refused the invitation. They were trying to do good works. They were trying to establish righteousness, Israel was. They were doing it by their own works. They were trying to do it through the law, but apart from God. They were trying to do it themselves. They were trying to establish their righteousness by what they did. And it Jesus, bore fruit for death. Yeah, and it bore fruit to death. That's a very good point. That's what the that's what the scriptures say, that uh, through the law it bore fruit to death. But Jesus is talking about good fruit. Jesus is talking about fruit that lasts. And apart from Him, we can do nothing. But in Him we will bear much fruit. And so that is such good news. We don't need to worry about struggling and striving. And am I bearing fruit? Am I bearing fruit? All he says is, rest in me, and, and I abide in you, and, and you will bear fruit. Yeah, and, and of course, as, as you pretty much said, uh, the reason we're, we're bearing fruit is because we're, we're in him. He's, he's the vine. He's the producer. We're just the bearer of the fruit. And it's not really even our fruit. It's because we're, we're not the originator of the vine. I mean, we're not the, tr we're not the tree. We're just a part of it. And, and it's, it's the fruit of the Spirit that is being produced here through us by the, the fruit producer. <laughs> and so that fruit of the Spirit, I mean, that, that's a part of, of who we are now in, in Jesus Christ. And, and so this is, this is really, really good. Uh, and, and, and I would go on to say that even in these passages of, of John 15 and John 16 here, because we're, we're going to get into John 16 next week, I think, with the Holy Spirit, but even these passages here, Jesus is speaking to those who are in front of him, his disciples. But we can apply, now that he's talking about some things pointing toward the new covenant, we, we can, in, in my view, uh, apply much of these to us today who would also be a part of, 
the new covenant that, that God made with the Son. And so um, it, it's a little bit different than some of the law teaching that was meant for, for Israel only. And he goes on here, Joel, in, <clears throat> in John 15. He says, uh, John 15, 15, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. And I love, I love this too. You did not choose me. How about that? Mm. Medi- Let's camp out here and meditate for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, you did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your, uh, your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you that you love one another as I have loved you, he said earlier. Yeah, because, you know, because that's, you know, some people get hung up on in, in John fifteen nine, uh, He says, as the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And we, uh, in the church, we teach, well, he's talking about the Ten Commandments. Well, no, uh, in John thirteen thirty four. so just, um, you know, a couple, not even a couple chapters earlier, He tells his disciples, a new command I give you, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And then here, even in in John 15, he, he says it again, this is my commandment in verse 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. It's all about love. It's all about God's love. And, and you were talking about the fruit of the spirit cap, you know, the fruit of the spirit is love. And John talked in in one of his epistles, not the gospel of John, but in one of John's epistles, he talked about, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he first loved us. So the love uh, that we have for one another comes from him. And so that's, you know, it's it's good news. It's not like we're struggling and striving to produce, uh, to follow all these hard commandments, but it's unburdensome commandments that because it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit working in and through us. So yeah, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things yeah. that I have heard from my Father have made known to you. Joel, you, you, you said the phrase unburdensome commandments, and, and that's huge because people see that word command and, and they misinterpret sometimes because we, we find as we read through the New Testament, even after the Gospels, where the old commandments that came through the Mosaic law, they were burdensome. They were too heavy for the people to carry. But John said in his epistle, this is John the Gospel, but he would later write in, in his letter that God's commandments are not burdensome. You know, referring to this new covenant that we're under now, his commandments are not burdensome. We know the old commandments were, the new commandments are not. So we're not talking about the same commandments here when, when John says that you know uh, his commandments are, are not burdensome. That's the difference between the old and the new, uh, burdensome and unburdensome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. If you're if you're laboring, come to me and I'll give you rest. That's what Jesus said. Many people were laboring under the power of the flesh, trying to keep the law, trying to keep themselves right with God, and um, they were 
getting burned out on religion, as uh, the message words that particular scripture, burned out on religion and you know trying to do it by themselves. Jesus says, come to me, abide in me, and this is how it's going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to happen when you abide in me and I abide in you. And there's so much more good news to be talked about, you know, because for one thing, in Christ, in Christ, we are abiding in him. You see, we are in Christ. So we do abide in him. It's not something that we try to do. We're in him and he is in us. That's the new covenant. That's life in Christ. Christ is in us. And and again, so much more good things to talk about. And we're going to be wrapping up this series in uh, you know, a week or two. Um, some more things that we want to talk about. And, you know, Jesus said that if anyone comes to me, well, well, for one thing, he said in the Beatitudes, he said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And yet he said that if anyone comes to me, he will never hunger and he will never thirst again. Again, that's some more New Covenant stuff. In the next week or two, we'll talk about that, as well as, uh, you know, Capua talked about uh, the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us. So we'll talk about that and uh, maybe some more things, uh, another week or two of this series on why Jesus taught two covenants. We may elaborate a little bit more on the new covenants. That may be something that we do as we wrap up the series. Maybe something we move on to afterwards after the series is done. We'll see. Uh, anyway, more coming up next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.